Welcome to this conversation. My guest today is big time, Mike Young, head men's basketball coach at Virginia Tech, 2021 ACC Coach of the Year. You might think this is an ESPN interview, but in fact, Mike Young is also a 1986 Emory and Henry graduate. Therefore, he's willing to join us on WEHC today. Thank you, Mike Young, for being here. Teresa, thanks for having me. I am a very proud 1986 graduate of Emory and Henry and uh, pleased to be on with you today. First of all, congratulations on your enormous success. There is recent big news, and the reason I know that is because there was a big article in the newspaper about Mike Young's contract extension, bonuses, all that kind of thing. I assume since you're a public institution that your salary is public record, and we know that you're making more than $2 million a year, but you started your career as assistant coach at Emory and Henry College after you graduated and played for four years. Do you remember what your salary might have been then? I remember it like it was yesterday. I made $5,000. <laughs> and I did such a good job. I did such a good job, Teresa. Um, and there was a football coach uh, that uh, coached with uh, Coach Wacker, Rob McMillan, a, uh, a very good friend of mine. Um, Rob, uh, Rob and I both uh, – excelled in our uh, job in our first year, 1986 to 87. And Coach Wacker and Coach Johnson uh, deemed it appropriate to double our salary. Uh, but we also were uh, the resident directors uh, during our second year at, uh, at Emory and Emory, our last year at, uh, at Emory. So um, that was quite the jump. And then I was doing so well. Um, my career was tracking so well. I took a step back in my third year when I went to uh, Radford University as a as a GA. Um, but I've never done it because of uh, the money. I've done it uh, for the opportunity to, uh, it, you know, I mean, you did the same thing throughout your career. I've driven onto a college campus every day for 35 years. I mean, what could be more magical than that? Uh, and to have the opportunity to work with uh, young people, you know, uh, I've had some good fortune. I have had, uh, you know, I've had a lot of fun. I can tell you that. I mean, I've had a lot of fun. It's not all fun, but uh, I have uh, lived a charmed life uh, career-wise uh, 35 years. Uh, I'm beginning my 35th year, I should say. You were, you said that you were, I think you said a, an RA or whatever that term was. You I was going to say, where did you live when you were living on $5,000 a year or $10,000 a year? What did you eat? How did you make it? Well, that was, I mean, that was, that was as important to us as the, uh, as the, as the stipend we got. Um, I think we both lived in Stewart, if I recall correctly. Uh, and then uh, when we were the resident directors, we lived in that apartment. It was really, I mean, it was cool. Uh, the, the apartment behind uh, Hillman, um, the apartment between uh, Hillman and uh, the King Center, so uh, we had a uh, we had an easy commute each day to uh, to get to the office. I uh, I remember that uh, fondly. So you were not only serving as assistant coach, but you were also overseeing undergraduates in the dorms while you were assistant coach. Yeah, I'm not sure we were qualified for uh, for that. Uh, that uh, we weren't that far remo removed from. Uh, you know, the same shenanigans those uh, young people were, uh, were, were pulling, but uh, we had a good time with it. And thank goodness, you know, nothing bad happened. Um, uh, so, you know, 
uh, one thing led to another. Well, I know this is personal, but it's probably the thing that a lot of people are interested in. So you've come from $5,000 a year to an enormous salary by most of our standards. At that time, could you ever have imagined that coaching would take you to this level? Um, no, no. Uh, Do people treat you differently? No, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know why you would. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm Mike Young from Radford, Virginia, uh, Emory and Henry graduate um, that coaches basketball. All right, we're not solving any world problems. Um, nothing special about this old boy. Uh, just uh, again, uh, have been uh, fortunate to be surrounded by good folks, Bob Johnson being one, um, and so many others throughout my uh, career uh, got me uh, got me here, uh, thankfully, and I'm having a wonderful time at Virginia Tech. This is a, a special place, but I was at Wofford College for 30 years, Teresa, uh, and I uh, I thought I thought I was on top of the world. Uh, met my wife there. My children were born. Our children were born there. Uh, we had uh, we had a good thing going. You know, again, I um, I coach. Uh, I love to coach. All right, and you know all the other stuff are simply byproducts of um, you know uh, you know good fortune and uh, being in the right place at the right time. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for being so modest, but. Anybody knows that you have to have something special as a coach to reach the level you have. I have one more question about money, and then we're going to turn to Bob Johnson and, and your coaching career at Wofford. Do you have an agent who negotiates for you, or do you have to go in and say, I made it to the NCAA and have a sterling record. Give me more money. I work with a uh, gentleman out of Chicago, Brett Just, who's, uh, who's a friend, and I just thought there was a point, you know, six, seven years ago that um, it takes all the emotion out of the, you know, out of the thing. Um, you know, uh, he handles everything for me and I have the opportunity to do what I want to do. And that's uh, coach and, uh, and recruit and be an ambassador for Virginia Tech Athletics and our basketball program. Let's turn to Bob Johnson. I knew it wouldn't take very long for his name to come up, and it did earlier, actually, as we just got started. But Bob Johnson was your coach at Emory & Henry. He is a legend here, and he has quite a legacy of coaches like you all around the country. Are you in touch with the other coaches that are part of Bob's legacy? Yeah. Um, Jimmy Allen was my first hire who played for coach and uh, got his start in coaching with uh, Coach Johnson in 2002-2003. Uh, Jimmy is now, of course, the uh, head coach at uh, West Point. Nathan Davis spent some time at Emory and Henry, the head coach at Bucknell, Jamie and Christian at uh, George Washington. You know, um, and we're not talking once a week or anything like that, but uh, certainly could pick up the phone uh, at any moment uh, with an issue or something uh, pertaining to um, you know, our livelihood and, uh, and, and get uh, assistance uh, from, uh, from them. Uh, like me, those guys enjoyed their time with Coach Johnson at Emory uh, immensely uh, in, the, uh, in the ODAC. Uh, those, were, uh, those were great memories for, uh, for all of us. Me, you know, I uh, was there six years, four as a student, two as uh, an assistant coach. And uh, I love that school. Teresa, there's no other way to put it. I love, uh, I love Emory and Henry, and I wish I got back more. It's, it's just, uh, it's just hard. But um, 
special memories? Well, if you came and watched a game here, it would be on the Bob Johnson court. I wonder if you would just, for people who never had a chance to know Bob, describe Bob Johnson, your coach, when you were here. He was the best. I mean, he was absolutely the best. Um, he wasn't real easy. Uh, he was, um, he challenged you. Um, he was, uh, he was rough uh, at, uh, at times, uh, but uh, he had, uh, he had a big heart and a very compassionate man. Um, he was a brilliant basketball coach, um, different. Uh, he was a thinker, uh, really, really smart. You know, I think he taught a Western Civ or maybe a leadership course uh, later in his career at, uh, at Emory. Uh, extremely well-read. Just, you know, I owe so many things to uh, him and, uh, and, and, uh, and Sherry. Uh, his, uh, his wife, um, who uh, gave me a lot of opportunities. Um, uh, they saw something in me that maybe I didn't see in myself. I forget who uh, quote that, uh, quoted that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I loved him uh, and uh, forever thankful and indebted to, uh, to, uh, to Coach and uh, the, uh, you know, again, the opportunities he gave me. Well, you're not an easy man just to get in touch with at the drop of a hat. So Sherry Johnson actually gave me your phone number. So we, I owe her for helping put, put uh, me in touch with you for this interview. But I wanted to play a little game. Tell me your best memory of Bob Johnson. Best memories of Coach uh, are, were off the floor uh, having a beer. Uh, and we had a lot of those together and uh, stories. He was a great storyteller, the laughter. It would not be in the, the car with him or riding in the van with him after a loss. Um, those were uh, sometimes uh, miserable experiences. He didn't take losing very well at all, but we did, Teresa. We had a lot of, we had a lot of great, great times together, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade those memories for anything. Okay, now we have set the stage, and everybody knows that Coach Johnson is – a legend and was fabulous. Tell me the worst memory you have of interaction with Bob Johnson. Um, it was, it would be after a loss. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> things I can't share uh, with uh, you or anybody else. Um, you know, it, it's athletics, Teresa. Uh, there's some times that uh, there were things that, uh, that occurred that, um, you know, are better left unsaid, uh, but uh, the message was clear and uh, he got his point across. Uh, he was not uh, the least bit afraid to uh, to share what was uh, you know on his heart. Let's just say that uh, I couldn't get out of that uh, van or that car, that meeting fast enough. But it all it's all part of it. Uh, the good, the bad, uh, the day to day in the office. Um, you know, I think back to that department uh, at uh, at the time: Coach Johnson, George Scruggs, Ma uh, Margaret Hudson, Hutton. Uh, Lou Wacker, uh, the lady at the front desk, um, but uh, those were those were really good people, um, Emory and Henry people, and uh, did a, a great great deal for uh, for that uh, for that college. My guest today is Mike Young. He's head men's basketball coach at Virginia Tech, 2021 ACC Coach of the Year, and in our view, best of all, an Emory and Henry graduate who played basketball here for four years and served as assistant coach for two years, and then went on to Wofford. And I wanted to ask you, Mike, you were 
hired as assistant at Wofford after you mentioned, I think, a year at Radford. But you served there for, I guess it was maybe about 13 years before you became head coach, according to my calculations. You become head coach. Six years, things are kind of going okay. And then, kabooey, things turned around. Your star started rising. I was curious what happened. You wound up in 2017 beating North Carolina, and they were ranked fifth from Wofford. That's huge. What changed? What turned things around? The, uh, the, the short answer is I had better players. I, uh, I got better players. You're a better teacher. We're a better teacher when uh, you had really good students. And um, that, uh, that, I say that a bit tongue in cheek about having better players. Um, Teresa, I had to get better. I had to get better as a, uh, as a coach. And um, um, it, it's a, it's, it's, it's a great way to, um, to live. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Bob Johnson, Bob Johnson, gave, and I use it all the time. A great piece of advice, one of the best I've ever had, is, is if you can see yourself doing anything other than coaching, you should do it. And if you can't, and I never could, and I'm 58 now and 35 years into this business, and I still can't imagine myself doing anything else. Um, it's, uh, it's challenging. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, the media scrutiny, and that's not as evident in, um, at, uh, at, at Wofford as it is here. Um, but um, there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, I had to grow as a coach. Um, I had the opportunity to do so without, um, you know, that, uh, that awful knock on the door from the president of the college saying, you know, thanks for the memories, you're out. I had a chance to uh, to live through some things and grow and um, and make it better, uh, and uh, and we continue to uh, to do so. I had some great staffs. I had some really really good coaches with me. And uh, when it was all said and done, when we left, uh, not only had we left it better, but uh, we left something uh, you know really special behind. I'm going to press you just a little bit more. I like to hear the the concrete examples. You said you grew, you went through some things, you had the chance to have your experiences and not get fired. Can you just give us an example of some experience that really made you grow and made you go, aha, I've got to do this differently? The president of the college at the time, one of the greatest leaders I've ever been around, a gentleman by the name of Joab Lassane, you know, told me uh, two or three times, uh, and, and is a dear friend to this day before COVID came up for a couple of games, he's retired now and lives down uh, Lake Wiley in South Carolina. Um, and uh, his, his message was always the same. Take care of the kids and, um, you know, make it better. Uh, that was it. You know, it wasn't you got to win 20 games next year. It wasn't uh, this. It, take care of the kids and make it better. Uh, and that was uh, comforting. Um, you know, I'd been there, as you said, 13 years as an assistant. I had a lot of great, uh, great friends. But you know, this is a, this is a co competitive environment. Um, you know, uh, we need to, uh, we need to win games and we had to start showing some progress. We, we did. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I do think I just had, I just had an opportunity to to see some more plays and, and um, align my feelings on how the game's supposed to be played and how to carry that out every day in practice. Um, you know, we got to a point where we were really hard to play against. Uh, and, uh, you know, I am, uh, I'm thankful for, uh, for those there. 
that uh, that didn't uh, pull the plug on it. Um, you know, um, I am certainly uh, uh, very appreciative. When you say you learn to take care of the kids, what does that mean, and when is it hard? I, I didn't learn to do that. That that's the easy part. As you uh, took care of your students. Um, take care of them in terms of uh, their progress towards uh, degree, um, supporting them as, uh, as young people. Um, I have an 18 year old in my household that's going to Wofford next year as a freshman. And, you know, I think of, uh, of him, um, you know, is he ready to do that? Is he ready to uh, care for himself and get his hiding out of bed into class at, uh, at eight in the morning? Um, just, um, you know, just taking care of them, uh, not holding their hand. Uh, college is a great, you know, uh, time to learn, a time to grow up, a time to meet new friends uh, and chart hopefully a career path. Uh, and, you know, as, uh, as a basketball coach, I've had uh, the opportunity to, you know, to work closely with a lot of really, really uh, outstanding young people and to see those guys go on and become great parents and husbands and, uh, and, you know, um, members of uh, societies, uh, you know, is what it's all about in, uh, in large part. We talked a lot about Coach Johnson. Coach Johnson had a military background and he was tough. I mean, pe people were scared of him. Do you carry some of that toughness uh, into the, onto the court when you're coaching? Are you as tough as he was? No. Do you have players who get mad at you and just grit their teeth and, think, oh, that coach, he drives me nuts? No, I'm sure they do. You know, I mean, that that's part of it. I mean, you spend as much time with, you know, with a group um, as as we do our players and our staff, you know, they're going to be some, they're going to be some tough times. This isn't all ice cream and rainbows now. I mean, this is, this is the Atlantic Coast Conference. And, um, you know, there's a, uh, there's a lot that, uh, that goes into it. I'm not, you know, I, um, I have been, Teresa, I, it's important, I, just be yourself, be who you are. I'm not Bob Johnson. Uh, Bob Johnson's awesome, uh, was awesome. Um, I'm, I, I, can't, uh, I, I can't be him, uh, but I can be Mike Young, and I hope that that's good enough. Coach would pull it off because he was so smart and people, you just believed in him. I uh, had this innate, I, I know he had something he was a tremendous leader, um, and um, he was great uh, in the locker room, uh, in good times and uh, and and tough times. Uh, but you know that was uh, 35 years ago, 34 years ago, and um, you know I I, um, I I I I don't raise my voice a whole lot, to be honest. Maybe in practice, uh, away from the cameras and uh, you know the everything else. This is a you know. Um, uh, without getting into too great a detail, they, they have to want to come to the building every day. Uh, they have to want to come to practice. They have to want to come here to get better uh, and make our team better, make our program better. Um, and uh, Teresa, if uh, as a young person, I, I know that, you know, I'm walking down there on a daily basis and this guy's, you know, is chewing me up one side and down the other. Um, you know, at some point, one, they're going to tune me out. Two, um, you know, the motivation to come down and, uh, and, 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 and get our work in is going to uh, wane. Uh, so, 
you know, we, uh, we have a good time with it. Uh, we do, and I think our kids would tell you the same thing. You know, we're talking about taking care of the players and how to interact with them, but a big thing just changed in the last week or so where the Supreme Court says that players can earn money and that they can get endorsements and that universities can give them, I think, $6,000 more in benefits aside from just uh, tuition. So what do you think of this change and what it might do to players at your level? Oh, Teresa, I could talk to you quite some time. I'll put it to you this way. Um, being a student is, uh, is, it requires a lot of time. Uh, being a really good player in the Atlantic Coast Conference competing against Duke, North Carolina, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, night in, night out requires a lot of time, okay? And now, uh, you know, we, uh, we give them the opportunity to do this, and I'm all for that. I think it's great. But, um, man, they got a full plate. And I think it's going to take, us, take some time um, and see how it all shakes out. Uh, there's not, not a part of me that's against it. I'm for it. I want to see them uh, you know, make, uh, make some extra money. Uh, it's not going to be this, you know, shower of uh, money, you know, throughout your roster. I'm concerned about uh, the dynamics within your team. If so-and-so is, make, you know, is getting this and so-and-so is getting this and Tommy isn't getting anything, um, and how does that disrupt? Uh, the team. I do think that there will be, I know there will be, there will be some unintended consequences uh, with, uh, with all of this. And, um, you know, time will tell. Uh, but, you know, the young lady in the music department can, uh, can make money off of her talents and skills. Our kids should be able to do the same thing. But, um, you know, I'm going to reserve judgment um, uh, until we have a little more you know, miles under our feet with regards to uh, the uh, the NIL. Very interesting. I'm sure that the players appreciate that. I've thought often about the schedule that they do. I know when we're, we keep talking about Bob Johnson, but he had you guys on the practice court at six in the morning sometimes or earlier, and then you had to go do classes and all those other things as well. So, and and some people come to college with very little or no money. So it's, it's got to have some advantages, I would think. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does certainly. Yeah. But uh, I just, um, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm again, time, uh, time will tell, uh, you know, I didn't have any money. Uh, dad was a middle school principal. My mom was an elementary secretary. You know, I had a couple of bucks in my pocket and probably enough to go over to Clinks and buy a six pack of beer. Other than that, you know, I was like every other person at Emory and Henry, I didn't have anything. Uh, but it, then again, I had everything, you know, I had, uh, I was surrounded by great folks and I had, uh, I had a marvelous experience. As I've said before, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I love to hear people rave about Emory and Henry. And I just wish that people could understand what happens when young people come here. But I want to delve a little more into your past when you were here just for fun, this best and worst scenario, your best memory of a game when you were playing for Emory and Henry? Well, I wasn't a very good player, Teresa, so I'm not sure. Uh, uh, best memory, you know, Bob Johnson made the comment that he inherited probably, and I think I think uh, I could make the argument that um, 
it was the worst basketball job in the country. Uh, the basketball in Southwest Virginia was not very good. Uh, when you think about uh, the in-state tuition and that sort of thing, and the number of schools that a kid from Richmond, Northern Virginia, uh, had to drive by to get to Emory and Henry. Uh, and your first uh, encounter, your first recollection of the college was the big dairy farm up off the uh, 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 exit on 81 before turning right and heading to, uh, to campus. You know, um, basketball, and, uh, not always, but is an urban sport. And that uh, is a bit of a... Uh, a culture shock for uh, for some uh, young people, but uh, he worked it, and uh, and he had some luck of his own, but uh, he got better players: uh, Eric Scott, Stan Eggleston, uh, Mike and Steve Posey, J John uh, John Battle kids. Um, Coach had a lot of really, really, really good players, and the program he uh, developed uh, was, um, you know, uh, very educational for uh, for all of us. He hung in there. He, uh, he didn't give in. He hung in and continued to get good players. Um, I've talked about what a great coach he was. And, uh, it, you know, he woke up one day and he had a heck of a program in place and sustained it. That, that's not easy. Uh, building it's one thing, sustaining it and, uh, and, and doing it year in, year out is another thing. And he was, uh, he was able to do that, uh, admiring for a lot of things, uh, not the least of which is his uh, development of that program. What was your major and what was your best memory of a class? Uh, I was a physical education major, um, but I had some great teachers. Uh, 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 Co Coach Hudson, uh, the kinesiology class and physiology, uh, there's not a science bone in my body, but uh, she was such an extraordinary teacher. Bob Johnson was, a, was an outstanding teacher. Fred Self, one of the smartest men I've ever uh, come, in, uh, come in contact with. Um, you know, I can remember uh, 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 Dr. Purifoy in the uh, history department. I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, it was a, it was a special time uh, uh, again for a third time. Wouldn't trade my experience there. Okay, you know how we interviewers are. We got to have something negative. It's just a curse that we have. What about uh, a worst moment in class? Worst moment in class was either great books I, I wasn't a much of a reader at that, uh, at that time. Uh, and I had to get through a math class. I don't know how I did it. Uh, she, she gave me something. I don't know he, she, uh, but, uh, that, uh, that math and that great books, uh, just about crippled me. Well, thank you so much for sharing all these memories with us, Mike Young, Virginia tech head coach. What have you got to do today? I know you're busy and you squeezed this interview in. Teresa, I could show you a laundry list of things I've got to get to. We have our students, uh, our players are here for the second session of summer school. We had 10 here first session and they're all here. So three freshmen are here today for their first time and beginning their college journey. Um, there's, uh, there's no rest for the weary in this, uh, in this business. But again, as I said earlier, uh, beats working for a living. Well, we really, really appreciate your time. Congratulations very much on your great success. 
and have a good day. And uh, we hope to be in touch again someday soon. Mike Young, head coach at Virginia Tech. And above all, we'd like to thank the listeners for tuning in to WEHC 90.7. And if you missed part of this interview or would like to hear it again, go to the archives under this conversation at wehcfm.com. You can find archives of other talk shows in the full WEHC schedule there as well. Thanks again and hope to see you again Wednesday at 6, Sunday at 2 for this conversation here on 90.7.